Hi, welcome to Project Healing, a podcast whose mission is to shed light on true self-care, healing our inner demons, and connecting the world in deeper and more meaningful ways. We all have a story to share, and we're very excited to be a part of helping everyone to share their own along the path of their healing journey. I'm your host, Katherine Galvin, psychic medium and intuitive healer, and with me, I have my co-host. I'm Jenna Korzynski, empathic psychic medium and intuitive soul coach. I believe that we have to feel our pain in order to heal it, and that community is a large part of that process. Speaking our truth and riding the waves of life is how we heal, and we welcome you to do the same. This is Project Healing. Welcome back to Project Healing. Catherine and I have, we have two guests today. Nike Oria is back <laughs> with her beautiful goddess messages and uh, little man, little man's joining us too. So Catherine's got herself muted for now. She may pop in. She may not. It's a gamble. So Nike, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? I am doing well. It was a very low-key day for us here a lot of chillaxing how about on your end <laughs> um I think mine was opposite honestly I was like go 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 I have to do these things run my errands all on the Sunday before the week begins so all right how did your how did your full moon go gotta ask about the full moon because we're moon babies Oh, yeah. So actually, one of my good friends, it was her birthday on Friday. Well, we celebrated her birthday on Friday and her birthday is actually on was on Saturday. So um, it was really interesting to like connect with like community energy during the full moon. I didn't necessarily do any rituals, but I was definitely talking about it with all my friends. And I, I felt like I just brought it in in a really nice and authentic way. So. Awesome. I love that. I actually went to my first like in-person full moon ceremony. I had never done that before. And it was it was quite an experience. It was beautiful. Um, And I found that, um, you know, I usually do a, a ton of releasing as we should right with the full moon, but I found that I was like receiving a ton. Did you guys experience that? Yeah, I don't feel like I released anything, which isn't which sounds like funny, but I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I think I was just like readjusting things. Um, yeah, love it. That love full it. moon energy. I went to bed. I had every intention of charging my crystals and doing something real full moon energy like. And I went to bed and I said, "I release all the shit I don't need." That's where I am right now. <laughs> Hey, I don't have time for a ritual. Yeah, I released the shit and I woke up feeling so good. The moon let us have a full night of sleep. So it was it was great. It was greatness. I appreciate that moon. That (laughs) is awesome. All right. So Nike's back for our monthly goddess messages. So um, we're going to just let you tap in and see where it leads us. Yeah, so messages for March. We'll have two goddesses that are stepping forward. First of all, energetically for March, it feels like there's a lot of flow of abundance. Um, I think the the difficulty with flow of abundance always is um, being able to receive or learning how to receive it. 
Um, so I feel like there's going to be a lot of emphasis on that this month, seeing the abundance or even feeling it, but also navigating it in the sense of how am I going to receive it? Am I going to allow myself to receive it? And am I going to uh, self-sabotage this abundance or am I just going to embrace it? No, that's for me. Um, so the first goddess coming up is, um, Yuzumi, Yuzume, um, she's Japanese, um, and, and all her mythologies, she's like really playful, um, in one particular mythology, because in, um, the Japanese, uh, spiritual, mythologies um they have also there a lot of diff they have a lot of different goddesses and a lot of different um spirits it's this particular name i'm forgetting it now but like they have like hundreds of them and um the image that she's showing me right now is when um their sun goddess locked herself up in a cave um so there was no sun there was no joy and so all these beings were trying to figure out a way to get her out of the cave, but they were also kind of panicking because they needed her out to help support the humans. Um, and so she's showing me an image where everyone's kind of like uh, trying to brainstorm and some people are freaking out. Some people are like really intense. Some people are really serious or like beings are really serious. And she decides to like take off all her clothes and like jump around <laughs> Um, to shift the energy, but to also bring more joy and like happiness and silliness into the space. And that by the end of the mythology, like the sun goddess is out of the cave. So maybe that helped. Maybe <laughs> it didn't, but it was an experience. Um, so that's um, a part that's like a, a, a sliver of like her mythology and how she presents herself, but really allowing us to just have fun have these joyful moments um in our everyday life even within our spirituality getting away from like spirituality has to look like this and it has to be strict like this and if you're doing this you're doing it wrong if you're not doing this you're doing it wrong um and just like being more playful with yourself and with others because that's going to help with your abundance if you're really like intense about everything then that's what you're going to receive intensity if you're really light about everything you're going to receive light if you're going if you're really intentional about everything you're going to receive intentional things back so really like how we present ourselves is how we're going to receive as well um and so then if you have this like self-sabotage mindset then you might receive that energy when it comes to your abundance um so yeah that's a main message that she is presenting right now I love that um I want to go back a bit you were talking about opening ourselves to receive and so what um what advice does she have for us as far as opening ourselves to receive Mm. Um, I see like dancing, um, which to me also represents like just being free 
with your body, like allowing your body in the natural state that it's in, not being too restrictive with it, um, allowing it to be more connected with your soul and with uh, the environment around you. So grounding yourself as well. And then um, she's showing me fairies which I'm not saying to go play with fairies. I think Jenna knows that I'm really, really hesitant about fairies. Um, but Wait, think... can, you, can you tell us why you're hesitant about fairies? Because I'm aware of this, but not everybody else is aware of why you may be hesitant around fairies. And I love it. <laughs> yeah, I am hesitant around fairies because um, from my understanding, from my research and from TikTok, fairies are very intense beings who like, you essentially, once you connect with them and you start um, communicating with them or they give you gifts, basically you just sell your soul to them, kind of. And apparently they're, like, very, very intense. Like, you need to um, you need to be very dedicated to them and, like, they value really respective, respectful practices when it comes to them. They're not like, but if you think about it, actually they are kind of similar to Tinkerbell because I just saw like a clip from that movie mm-hmm. and Tinkerbell was intense. Like Tinkerbell was going to let Wendy like die at one point. So yeah, that is very <laughs> energy. Seriously, you're you're absolutely correct, right? Like you could only think lovely thoughts. It's like, well, what happens if I can't think a lovely thought? Are they coming after me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so I know I, I'm sure some people play with the flay, the fay, and they work with them. That is totally fine. Um, but again, I think it's something you have to research and like know and commit to. So if you are into fays and fairies. Go, I mean, do your research. (laughs) But by this reading, I'm not telling you to go frolic with the Fae. I'm just saying she's tapping to the energy of like this playfulness, imagination, like dainty, fun energy, similar to when you were a kid and you were um, just out in nature imagining things or maybe actually seeing them knowing that a lot of us are intuitive and tapped into that as children and you were just allowing these fun things to come through it didn't matter if it logically made sense or if there's like factual things behind it um it was just oh this is interesting this is fun let me connect with it and play with it and it's no big deal so that's some advice that she has awesome um you also touched on um, not getting like too caught up in um, the right path for our spirituality and, you know, doing it wrong versus doing it right. And I've noticed in the spiritual community that something that's coming up a lot for people lately is that people are second guessing themselves. And I know there's so much information out there that's available to us. So what advice um what advice comes up for um, following our flow with our spirituality and knowing like what's right for us in our journey? Mm-hmm. She's saying that not everyone's spirituality is the same. 
in the sense that also the way that you view spirituality um, is dependent on you, how you were brought up, and the teachings that you choose to align yourself with. Mm-hmm. So um, anyone can be spiritual, even within religions, without religions. Um, spiritual is more, she's saying, an embodiment of your soul and trying to make it connect with the better parts of this world. Mm. Um, and so also she's saying, do your, do your due diligence um, when it comes to connecting to spiritual teachings and spiritual ideas. Not everything that is presented to you is going to resonate with you or is even for you. Um, okay. So she's like reminding me of my example. So like, I even talked about this last week with someone, for example, I don't really use chakras because that's Hinduism and Hinduism chakra systems are actually very, very detailed. There's like hundreds of chakras. Um, and so I tend to connect more with like the idea of energy centers, which is seen in Judaism and also in some African spiritualities. So I understand the idea of chakras and they're very similar to energy centers. They're like the same. However, I don't subscribe to the Hindu understanding of chakras. I connect to other understandings, but it's all in the realm of spirituality. Yeah. So you might be drawn to something and that version of it doesn't fully connect for you, but there might be another version of it that does connect for you. Your spirituality is going to look different. So your expectations for yourself should not be reflective of the person next to you because you are on different journeys and you're discovering different things. Yes. I love that. That is one of the first things I teach intuitive development. And that's one of the first things that I explain to people is that I'm going to give you the tools that I've picked up along the way. You've got your own toolbox. Feel free to fill it in whichever way feels right to you. And then let's also communicate about what's coming up for you because a lot of us that are able to tap in, we catch things from um, our ancestors, our guides before we even know it from a book, right? Like, I don't know if that's happened for you, but a lot of it happened for me that way where I got this download or idea and then went to look into it and went, Oh, that's actually a thing. Um, but really diving in deeper and, and flowing with what feels good to us and, um, making sure that we're being respectful of, um, the different practices and really learning, um, what, um, what ways we can implement these different, um, spiritual ideas into our practices is important. So I love that. That's, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. She's saying people get strict or stressed out about these things when they're just feeling like they're pulled in different directions and they feel like they have to believe everything, but you don't have to believe everything that you're presented with. 
Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, my truth could be different than your truth based on my life experiences um, versus your life experiences. So that's a really great point, not only for spirituality, but also for life. Right. So Mm -hmm. when we go in with our eyes open and willing to learn and receive, I think that that's a that's a good idea. But also knowing that not everything is going to resonate with us. So Mm -hmm. awesome. Love it. What else you got for us over there? (laughs) Okay. So we have another goddess stepping forward and um, I've worked with her, but honestly, I don't call her by name. So I'm going to pronounce her name. It might be incorrect, but um, a Skrild, Skrild, I think she's Norse. It's S-K-U-L-D. Okay. She always appears to me like an ice goddess. Like she gives me uh, Elsa vibes. Mm -hmm. Um, But she tends to come around when she really wants us to set the foundations for our future. A Mm -hmm. lot of the things that we're going to be doing now is going to be a foundation for the things that are to come. So especially when it comes to self-growth, Um, self-development, business development, anything that you want to start creating because you want it to be a part of your life and you also want to do something spectacular with, she's saying, do it now. I also think in an astrology level, I'm not an astrologist, but just from, you know, um, tap-ins here and there and like other astrology friends talking about it. The next um, eight weeks are apparently really, really good for starting new things um, and new ventures. So it's the time of like, she's almost showing me like this bubble that we're going to be in where really we can just work on ourselves and whatever capacity that looks like, like just get stirred on it. Um, if you want to lose 10 pounds, do it. Get ready now. If you want to start a small business, do it. Get ready now. Um, I see a lot of like intuitive classes being done, um, people starting new ventures. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. We're seeing a lot of that just in um, in the intuitive community that uh, the three of us happen to be a part of, right? Like through Inner Bloom and then our other our other connections that we have. Um, so many people are diving into new things, um, which is really really exciting because that just means that we're we're stepping out a little bit more and putting more love and light and authenticity out into this world. So um, I love that. So time to act is now, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Um, And also being really like intentional about the things that you do want to create. And um, for those who kind of feel lost, knowing that you do have a place in this world, you do have a bright future to look forward to. And um, it's almost like the light at the end of the tunnel. However, she's shifting it a little bit and saying, um, also reminding you that nothing in this world, no time or moment or year that we have is going to be effortlessly perfect. We're always going to have 
bumps in the road. We're always going to have times where we do feel lower and times that we feel really, really high. Um, That's just a part of life. What's important now is to build the foundations to help you navigate those times to make you feel concrete, guided, and grounded. Um, She said, we're no longer subscribing to the idea that once I start this spiritual thing, my life is going to be perfect. I'm never going to have an issue again. She's like, that's not the point of being a human. If you were meant to do that, you would not be incarnated in this life. The only thing that all humans have in common is their emotions. Is this the only thing that all humans have completely in common is their understanding of their emotions and how to regulate them and how to feel supported or how to not feel supported in those moments. That is where you can really understand each other. Everyone has felt anger. Everyone has felt sadness. Everyone has felt happiness. Everyone has felt anxiety. That's where our true connections lie. So that's not a part of yourself that you could just dismiss thinking that you're going to subscribe to one emotion once you start doing the very hard work of, oh, (laughs) sometimes the images are a lot, but doing the very hard work of working on your shadow and working on your light and intertwining them both. Beautiful. Beautiful. What about, what about people that are listening to this and they're going, okay, great. This sounds wonderful. I'm supposed to be creating, I'm setting the foundation for my future. I'm hopping into something new, but my feet still, still feel stuck. And I'm still feeling that overwhelming anxiety and that crippled feeling of like, I don't know where to start. Um, what advice does she have for somebody that is still feeling stuck in their own, um, energy or emotions? I see her like a standing a hand out um, and she's like saying, we are willing to pull you up. However, you must also take our hand. Mm. And I think this is also a time where a lot of people are seeking those connections with their guides and their ancestors to guide them, but also with other human beings to help support them. And honestly, once you do connect with other humans who have done the work and are there to help you through it, it just completely changes your journey. You just feel a lot more grounded and you do less self-sabotage in my experience anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that in my soul. I feel it in my soul. (laughs) Do you have any questions for either of the goddesses? Hmm. I'm actually drawing a blank. I'm so inspired by what you've said already. And it actually aligns with everything that I've been receiving over the past few days, which I love that. I love the synchronicities of the universe and source and, um, 
all of us when we we come together and we collaborate like this. Um, let's see here. Well, I could tap into divine feminine energy as a whole. Okay. Um, that something that's great. coming up from just like all of the feminine beings to work on is a boundaries too during this time. Um, setting boundaries, but also keeping them. And having less anxieties about pleasing others or whether or not um, others will think we're doing a good job or not. Beautiful. And they're really encouraging everyone to consistently ground themselves and anchor themselves to Mother Earth. Um, they, they're saying that we are created from Earth. Therefore, one of the safest places we can be is connected to her. That's interesting. I've shifted in meditation. I used to meditate with my palms up, uh, like receiving mode. And lately, I've been I've been wanting to put my palms on the ground beside me, which is something that I've never done. Um, so I I associated that with grounding myself more. Um, so. I love that. And when we're, the more grounded we are, the more we are able to truly receive and live presently. So that that is that's just great advice for anybody, especially if you're just starting out. We tend to get real woo woo on these. But you know what? If you're just starting out and you're listening to this, get grounded first. Right. That's the, mm -hmm. the first step. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And my coaching, I do like a commitment to grounding like you you sign a contract that you promise to ground yourself. I think it's so important because out of everything you can do when it comes to those moments that you do feel anxious or that maybe you're connecting with energies that you don't want to connect to, grounding instantly helps you. So yeah. grounding is so important. Yeah. I love that you do a contract for that <laughs> so that when they come back around and go, but Nike, I'm feeling this way. Did you reread your contract? <laughs> <laughs> you signed a commitment to yourself to ground. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Um, oh, and also something, and I think this is so funny, and I have to do this as well, but remember to drink your water, to nourish your body with water, to speak to your water in kind words, and to make sure that you are continuously revivalizing your body, your cells through the purification of water. Awesome. I definitely don't drink enough water. So I know that was for me. <laughs> um, I, I hear you. <laughs> and this might be for one of us or someone who's listening to the podcast, but they're getting really stern. It might be for all of us. And they're saying not your headaches are not necessarily a sign from the universe. It's a sign from your body. Drink more water. 
<laughs> that's interesting. I've never thought of my headaches as a sign from the universe. That's interesting. <laughs> Catherine's over there raising her hand. <laughs> that one was for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I think it's like also one of those things. I think the greatest advice I got from my guides um, through a reading I had was not everything is, is a sign. I got that right in the beginning of my journey because I was looking at things like, oh, that fell over. That must be a sign. I saw 111. That must be a sign to do this. I didn't see this. That was not a sign. I shouldn't do that. And while like those synchronicities are fun and encouraging, when you depend on them for your like decisions, they could be very, um, they could hold you back a lot of the times. Um, and, or they can, they can disconnect you to like the physical world because you're still, you're thinking too much about the metaphysical. So, um, yeah, I think of course that's fitting from the goddesses to like, not everything's a sign i think the last time they were saying like not everything's an et or something too. <laughs> yes you yeah that's absolutely correct and that's so you know that's that's great advice from them so thank you goddesses because um i think the most important sign that we can get i'm using my air quotes over here sometimes i forget that this is a podcast and nobody's watching the video um <laughs> is how we feel in our body our body is like that's essentially serves as a roadmap for us how are you feeling does this feel good in your gut does this feel good in your heart go for it if if it feels off then maybe you should hesitate you know and you're right. So many of us do look to look outside of ourselves for things that are already within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They just want to really remind everyone that. Um, any questions or do y'all want a specific goddess tap in? I would love one. Okay. <laughs> Let's connect for you. Let me actually use cards because I don't know every goddess. You also in the well, world. You're your cards. There, you're starting a podcast, yeah. Oh yes, I am. In on Friday, this coming Friday on the the fifth yeah. of March. That's so exciting. Yeah. What's it called? It's called pretty intuitive um i'm doing it with my co-host amanda and we're talking about things that are woo woo but in a really grounded sense i love that and also considering bipoc and the lgbtq community and their contribution oh my God. so i can't wait to listen i'm really excited that's so exciting yeah, yeah. yeah i've been wanting to do a podcast for yeah a year now and so um, I tapped in with goddesses too. And they're like, well, if you're going to do it, then you should just do it. And I was like, okay, no matter what, I'm just going to start it. And yeah. so now it is officially in the realm of podcasting. So, so exciting. we're here, we're doing it. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. Can't wait to listen. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait for y'all to listen to you. I can't hear, wait to hear y'all's feedback and everything. Yes. Okay, so Catherine, you'd like 
a tap-in from Goddess. Let's see. I have a feeling it's going to be a Goddess I haven't really worked with yet. But we'll see what she has to say. Oh, yeah. Yuki Ona. But she talks about a topic that I always like, too. And... um. <clears throat> She's saying that stillness is the key to action. So I'm going to just say what I hear. The brightest of minds connect in stillness first before rushing to action in order to not waste time or energy. A fire can still thrive when it's quiet and still. It does not have to be loud to be just as hot. Quiet your mind, listen to your heart, then take action. That resonates a lot. I've been very um, focused on trying to listen and understand fully my situations before speaking on them because as a true Aries, (laughs) straightforward, fire, fire, fire. And it's been really important this last month to focus inward before speaking and to really think about things before I bring it out into the world and I'm so happy to hear that because for me, it's more of like an affirmation or confirmation that I'm doing that, what I need to be doing. So last month, you whooped my ass and made me cry. And this month, you confirmed I'm on the right track. (laughs) Thanks for being nice goddesses. (laughs) Well, of course, now you've got me curious. I'm like, Nike. That was Thank awesome. You. I love that. I love my favorite though is always watching Catherine's reactions because she has the best reactions to the spiritual smackdowns. I love them. <laughs> it's like I have an expressive well, face I'm or glad. something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it resonated. I was actually thinking Aries too, because I have an Aries Mars. So that's like for my my business my work it's like go 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 and like that is how it is too I'm like if I have this idea I have to do it otherwise I'm not doing it yes 100% (laughs) and my middle child I think that my middle child and my youngest are fire signs too so it's just it's always Mm. go 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 here and we are so overwhelming to my Scorpio son so overwhelming to that poor nugget so that's like all encompassing then so that's also a message that you can apply to your parenting as well, which I love. You know, I love that part of it. Mm. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that was a message that I probably a lot of people needed to hear. Always on the go. And you can I comment <laughs> on that real quick? You can find stillness within even when there's chaos around you. I think that needs to be heard mm-hmm. because, I mean, Jesus, I live essentially I'm the poster child of chaos at this point in my life right now like it's literally there's a lot going around uh, around 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 on there's a lot going on obviously and I can't help any of it but you can help how you react to and internalize and 
and put things out there. So stillness is so key. Thank you for that so much. I'm going to be thinking about that all night tonight. Mm, yeah. And your stillness too, sleeping. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I think also stillness sometimes is a key word for them to like sleep more, like sleep more or um, do your boundaries when you're sleeping. I've had clients tell me like, I wake up exhausted, even though I slept 10 hours. And I'm like, did you ground yourself before bed? Did you tell your guides, hey, today, I don't want to ask to project. And they're like, no, I'm like, y- you're just working a second job and you're not even getting paid. You just <laughs> tell them I'm clocking out. I'm just going to sleep today. That's it. That's so funny. I literally, literally say I'm clocking out, guys. Don't bother me. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. That was me for so long. And Catherine was like, girl, you have to stop turn it off. Like, please turn it off. I'm like, oh yeah, I I forget to do that. Because when you've, you know, been connected for so long unknowingly, sometimes it's hard to get into the new habits of, of shutting it down. Um, but now I've got a great routine with that. So I set my intentions before bed, whether I want to be flying all over the place or (laughs) if I'm just going to sleep. (laughs) Yeah. Same, same. Um, Jenna, do you want to tap in? Sure. I am seeing a duck, which I don't... Oh, is it a duck or a swan? I think it's like that meme. Do you know that meme? I feel like they put... Well, I'm I'm in education, so like they always show us this meme. I'm like, can you get a new meme? But it's like the duck um, on the surface is just like chilling. And then underneath, you can see it, its feet like moving really, really fast. Like, keep going, keep going. But like, be really calm and collected on the surface mm-hmm. that's popping up as an image that they're giving me but let's see a goddess oh i see like books or like a page in the book like going quickly oh we have mama Killa. That's a new one for me. I don't know that I've ever gotten her before. Yeah. I also do like that today, three goddesses of Asian descent and mythologies are popping up. Mm. That is awesome. Um, Because I don't think we connect to, or in the mainstream spirituality, we don't really connect to um, any except for Kenyan. Mm. So that's really cool. Um, so she's connected to the moon and the moon is considered like divine feminine energy, like overall, even astrology that the moon represents your mother. Um, and she's tapping into this understanding of even in darkness, you glow bright. Even in the shadow, you illuminate. And more people need to understand that the shadow isn't bad. Dark isn't bad. It isn't evil. It's the same as light just a different dimension 
in some people's perspective or an ancient perspective is that dark is actually good. However, in this lifetime, why is dark considered bad? And she's saying, you're shifting up what we're associating with words that honestly mean nothing because it's just based on perspective. Mm. Beautiful. Thank you for that. That really resonates. And um, the piece that you touched on with the moon is something that came up twice in readings today. So I'm like, Mm. whoa, whoa. (laughs) It's kind of kind of crazy um not though not crazy because this is our lives right (laughs) I said it and then I was like no no (laughs) awesome thank you so much for that yeah of course and also her picture is really interesting um they can't see it through the podcast obviously but I just noticed like she has two moons and like there's one lighter blue and one darker blue but it's like both moon so like two sides of the moon I it's all in there the card that I pulled for myself right before we started recording oh wow whoa <laughs> that's crazy I was like okay okay got it <laughs> got it I receive the message <laughs> yeah and actually that symbol has been popping up a lot lately for me too yin and yang um so interesting, interesting the synchronicities. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, well, Nike, thank you so much for coming back for our um, March meeting with the goddesses, and we are so so excited um, for your new podcast with Amanda and um, to connect with you again next month. Oh, thank you for having me and to allowing me to connect to goddesses for y'all. Thank you. We'll see you next month and we'll listen to your new show Friday. Bye. Yay. Thank you. Bye.